0: Welcome to a Friday, June 8th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Travis. We'll start with news on Suicide Squad 2. So Todd Stashwick was on DC Movie News yesterday, and he announced that he is co-writing Suicide Squad 2. If you don't know the name Todd Stashwick, you're probably not alone, but he's primarily an actor. He played Richard Sionis on season one of Gotham. You might know him from that, or he's been in a ton of other things. Uh, But not a lot of experience as a writer. His... At least credited so he did a he wrote a canceled star wars game for ea it was going to be a star wars game that never got made he also did a pilot wrote a pilot for sci-fi called clandestine which was going to be a space drama adventure that was back in 2012 so i'm assuming that hasn't uh that's dead because nothing there's been no news for it since and he's also written a web comic comic called devil inside which is available for free online but nothing really at least credited in terms of a feature film or even TV or anything like that.
1: Yeah, he's pretty new in the terms of writing, but uh, I guess if you're a longtime DC and Batman fan, and he's co-writing, so I hopefully Gavin O'Connor takes more of the reins and he's more of the ideas, and also Jeff Johns is going to be working with him as well. So this must be a really this is a really serious project for Warner Brothers. You can tell, especially with how much money Suicide Squad made last the the first one, and that was without China. So I'm just hoping that they really uh, ground it a little bit more this time. Uh, but this, it, just any news on Suicide Squad 2 excites me, and it looks like Warner Brothers is full steam ahead on this.
0: Yeah, like you mentioned there, Gavin O'Connor, who's will be directing it, is also writing it, uh, but he's going to be working with Stashwick and David Bar-Katz. So it's going to be the three of them writing the script for Suicide Squad 2. Bar-Katz wrote The Pest, which was a 1997 film, and he's also done some other film in and TV and theater work, so not a lot of big names. Although O'Connor is a, a pretty experienced writer, so and I guess it's encouraging that Stashwick is such a, a long-time DC and Batman fan. But so I, I don't I don't know what to expect from those other two writers outside of O'Connor. But it was good news for me that Jeff John—he's involved with Jeff Johns somehow. You know, with the changes, we didn't know how much involvement Johns would have. But seeing that he's at least having some input story-wise and working with the talent, I think I think they can do. can be really good there because because he knows the characters and he knows how to tell stories and and everything so that was the most exciting part of it for me
1: yeah same here especially with john's knowledge of dc he's like his own is he like his own personal dc encyclopedia for the comics like he knows everything i read an interview where Zack snyder was saying that when he had him on bbs that he was like his own comic book resource that he could use so this is really exciting for me and also like Todd's was like being able to go on and announce that he's doing that usually Warner Brothers in DC are tight-lipped and Mm -hmm. stuff like that until they're ready to release so it's nice that they must be like this could be coming out in the next few years so I'm really excited
0: for this right there was talk of maybe a a late 2018 shoot but I know Will Smith and, and others are busy and it sounds like the Birds of Prey Harley film will shoot first and then maybe Suicide Squad 2 in 2019 but I think they'll they want to do something with this uh, relatively soon because of the financial success of the first one. And and like you said, I hope it's also more grounded and more more like the original Suicide Squad run by John Ostrander and, and that kind of stuff, where it's not necessary, necessarily fighting a world-ending threat.
1: Yeah, it's just doing a task for Amanda Waller. Hopefully that's more of a thing, like a mission to get to apprehend another villain. So I'm hoping that they take a cue from... The Suicide Squad: Assault on Arkham animated movie too, because that was just a regular find Riddler type thing, and right. then get his staff in Arkham when he went to jail. So I thought like even that was just a grounded premise. And same thing with the new Suicide Squad: Hell to Pay. It was mm-hmm. it was a, it was a little bit magicy with the card, but their sole thing was to go and find this card from the Vandal Savage, and that was it. So that's uh, like something grounded like that. I
0: hope. Yeah, absolutely. I agree there. Uh, so, elsewhere onto TV, Keenan Lonsdale announced that he will not return as a series regular as Wally West on The Flash or Legends of Tomorrow next season. So, he, he basically said he wants to move on, but it's he said, quote, it's definitely not a goodbye or see-you-never situation because Wally West will still be around when you need him the most. It's just that it won't be full-time anymore. So, Deadline reported that he will be in the Season 5 premiere of The Flash, but don't know when or, or when he will pop up next after that.
1: Yeah, we've seen this with Colton Haynes on Arrow as well after season three. He took some time off. Like He was in an episode or two, I think, in the next couple seasons, but he took a considerable amount of time off compared to the second and third seasons. So like Keenan Lyonsdale said, this is not goodbye forever. This is just see you later. And after the success of uh, his movie that he most recently did, I can see why he wanted to branch out and do more things. And I'm just happy he was a great Wally West. It just seemed like they didn't know what to do with him at times, and I really thought he found his footing on the Legends. But mm-hmm. this is going to this is going to throw a wrench to him too because the last few episodes, in that, Wally could do, get the jobs done pretty quickly. So I'm just curious to see how they're going to handle losing him and his power set after he brought her in the team.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm sure this throws a a wrench in the Legends of Tomorrow's plan, and I bet. They probably would have liked to have known that before the you know spoilers for the season finale of Flash where he says he's found his home and it sounded like he wanted to stay on the Wave Rider for a while. But uh, I hope he does pop back up. I know I was a little spit, split on just having multiple Flashes out there and around uh, on multiple shows, but I do like his Wally West and wanted to see more from him. And in terms of watching Legends next year, I'd rather see more Wally West than ava and gary for example even even if i like those characters it's, it's not going to be quite as exciting as seeing wally west so it is a bit of a disappointment for for next season of legends
1: that's true and i'm hoping now that they'll have to change their ideas with constantine of having him not stay on the way brother and not be like a full-time member i hope that that switches now with losing kid flash they'll, they'll just write it more that constantine is a member of the entire season So I'm just hoping it goes that way.
0: Yeah, well, he's going to be a series regular, so I don't. I think he'll be in the vast majority of the episodes. Constantine, I mean, but uh, yeah, I I think I still think it would be. It's going to be kind of weird if we see Constantine just bunking up somewhere on the Waverider. That would just be bizarre to see from him. Yeah, that'd be kind of. (laughs) I'm (laughs)
1: just. I just can't wait to see his interaction with the rest of the legends. And like you said, I hope that Wally can come back for crossovers and like the main crossovers and just other times but not like i can understand why keenan liesdale would like want to
0: leave for now right and then last up today we'll talk about greg berlanti the producer of a lot of warner brothers television shows i think he's got 14 shows with warner brothers and seven of those are live action dc shows so Arrow, black lightning legends of tomorrow the flash supergirl titans doom patrol plus the animated cw seed shows he signed a new contract with warner brothers tv extending it through 2024 it's an overall development and production deal so this doesn't directly impact any of the DC shows. It's not like they would go away. He still had a couple of years left on his contract and they could make the shows without him. But there's, you know, he's going to be with WB for a while longer. And that could be, you know, who knows? He might do even more DC shows.
1: Yeah, let's hope that he finally gets this booster gold idea he wanted to do off the ground. Maybe he can make a TV show or get him into one of the shows. Uh, I think they'll just let him do whatever he wants. To be honest
0: with you, because he's pretty darn successful. It seems like everything he touches turns to gold. <laughs> right. I mean, 14 shows on the air. You know, half of them being DC. He's had a ton of success, but uh, I'm I'm a big fan of the vast majority of his work. I think it, it with all of these shows he has in development, though, it's kind of he's unable to work on the day-to-day stuff plus he's you know involved with movies so he's unable to help with the day-to-day stuff with the dc shows and i think that suffers a little bit because i think he's a good creative voice uh like on arrow i think he had 11 story credits in the first two seasons and the last season i don't think he had any credits in terms of writing of any kind for any of the the dc shows and i think you know that hurts because he's spread so thin and not able to do anything day-to-day wise but i think he's definitely an asset for warner brothers in dc
1: yeah it seems like he shepherds the shows in and helps whoever the showrunners are and then when the show gets off the ground and gets on his own feet he just lets him take over and yeah. go go with it which is not a bad thing if you want more content like he does he gets more shows there for us but like you said sometimes the writing and the shows suffer a bit when they lose his creative voice
0: yeah but i mean he's got to be enjoying it he's getting to make they didn't release the numbers, but it's expected to be worth over $300 million over the next six years, so uh, Berlanti and Berlanti Productions are doing pretty well.
1: Yeah, I guess they were afraid they might lose them to Netflix, so they jumped on it and made sure to lock them down. Right.
0: <laughs> all right, well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow.